0: Before we get started with this episode, I've got a quick question for you. Why should a couple book you instead of any of your competitors? Now, I know that may sound harsh, but it's a question you need to answer in your marketing if you want to stand out and book more weddings. After all, if couples don't know why you're the perfect fit for them, they'll compare you to your competitors, and that usually results in them comparing you based on price. Clearly standing out is the solution to ghosting, price shopping, losing perfect clients to your competitors, hearing things like, we went in another direction all the time. Your very understandable of frustration and feeling like you can't raise your prices, as well as so many other problems that plague wedding pros. That's why the totally free Stand Out and Get Book Challenge is all about making sure you stand out from your competition so couples know within five seconds if you are the perfect fit for them or not. Because really, that's all the time you've got to stand out if you want to get booked. The challenge is happening the week of May 20th. So go grab your free ticket over at EvolveYourWeddingBusiness.com slash challenge, and I'll see you there. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast, episode number 124. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses. One podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Thompson. And if this is the first time we've met, hey, welcome. I help wedding professionals like you grow their businesses without going crazy in the process. So if that sounds like something you'd like to do, you are in the right place. Now, on episode 122, I talked about how a marketing plan can make running a wedding business way easier. And it absolutely does. But there is something within that that I really wanted to dig into today. And it's something more specific, an issue that I see both with my clients and myself sometimes, and plenty of other people in the industry. And that is on how you not just plan your work and your marketing, but how you actually manage it. So really, I think the issue here comes down to defining the difference between projects and tasks. And this may seem kind of granular, like it doesn't really matter, you know, what the is between these two, but it absolutely does matter on how you are planning your work, how you are accomplishing things and how you are making progress toward the goals that you have. This is a very, very important component. And this is why I included a section on planning your marketing within the uh, Creating Your Marketing Plan course that I've just released inside the Wedding Business Collective which if you'd like to go through that and make your marketing easier for yourself, just head over to the weddingbusinesscollective.com start your free trial. And actually, if you use the coupon code podcast as a podcast listener, you will get an extended trial. So, that'd be extended to a two-week free trial. So, the issue that I keep seeing Come up with this whole projects task thing is that when you put a project on your to do list as if it is a task, because a to do list is for tasks, problems come up. Big problems come up. Problems with procrastination, with perfection, problems with feeling like you aren't actually accomplishing anything or you aren't sure what step to take next. And all of these issues can really hold you up and prevent you from making progress on these projects that lead you closer to your goals. So a project is something that is big, typically. A project, for example, would be I want to redesign or revamp my website or improve my website, you know, something big like that. That can't go on your to-do list, though, because it's not a task. A task would be, write the draft of my new About page. A task is something that you can sit down and do in a few hours, and it has a deliverable, meaning at the end of it, you have something. Or, you know, whether it's you've created something, or you've completed something, or you've built something that is going to help you with the rest of tasks in this project. It is a project by definition, if it has multiple tasks within it. So if you go to put something on your to do list, and it's like, create marketing plan, or promote business on Instagram, that is a project that has multiple tasks within it. And it can be kind of tricky sometimes to tell the difference. So I think a good delineation between the two is, is this something I can sit down and do in a few hours or less, and it has a deliverable? If the answer to that is no, it's a project. If the answer to that is yes, it's a task. If it turns out when you're doing it, that it takes way longer than that, then you know that okay this actually wasn't an individual task this needed to be broken down further but by breaking down your projects into individual tasks you know the exact path that you need to take and you know exactly what has to happen so that the next step can happen so that the next step can happen so that nothing is missed And that's really easy to do if you are not breaking down your projects and you're not using a project management tool to manage all of your tasks. And I recommend this even if you don't have a team. I recommend sitting down once a month and planning everything out so you know what's due when and you know when you need to be working on it. So if, for instance, you have a bridal show coming up In two months, prep for bridal show is not a task, right? So, deciding on your setup is deciding what it is that you need, whether you need to have something printed or you need uh, to have some things made or constructed for your setup. That can be a task. And then, individually, you know, okay, now I'm going to construct this or you know, create this uh, backdrop or order it, you know, whatever it is that you need. But if you try to go into this with prep for bridal show, first of all, you're going to miss stuff. Because when you are in execution mode, it's using a different part of your brain. It's really difficult to see the big picture when you are on a very granular level, you are in worker B mode, you are executing and CEO you in that moment does not exist. They're so far removed. So the way I think about this is that when you sit down to plan, and you look at, okay, what do I have going on? Okay, this project is happening in two months, what are the individual tasks that I need to do and what are the due dates for those? When am I going to work on them? Maybe I'm going to batch all of these tasks into a single week. Maybe I'm going to spread them out. Doesn't really matter. But actually deciding when you are going to do these tasks and when they're due is going to give you a framework from CEO you to worker you to work within, so that you don't miss any steps along the way, so that you don't feel like you're not accomplishing anything. Because it may sound stupid, but there is power in crossing something off your list. And if the thing on your list is so big that it's not possible for it to be crossed off until like two months from now, you're going to feel like you're not making progress on anything. And you're going to miss stuff along the way. You're going to do that thing where you sit down to work and And you look at your computer, and you're not 100% sure what to do. So maybe you drift over to Facebook, and you grab your phone, and you're kind of dicking around on Instagram. All this stuff happens because we don't have a focus. And you can't have a focus without consciously deciding that, okay, today is my day for task A and task B. Be. Those are my two big things for today. That's what I'm going to focus on getting done. And after I get those done, I can decide, you know, if I want to do something else for this project or if I'm just doing maintenance stuff, like checking my email afterwards. So there are a lot of different tools that you can use to manage your projects. It really doesn't matter which one you pick, as long as you use it. And I have definitely been guilty of this, of getting all excited about a new tool. And I didn't actually build in any guidelines or processes for myself to use it or habits, really. So I go through all of this and I set stuff up, and then I don't use it. So what I've decided to do for myself so that I don't do this anymore, and thankfully, I'm using a sauna and I'm not doing that anymore, because it's really frustrating, is I have actual appointments with myself in my calendar. And this may seem so simple, but how easy is it to steamroll over your own time for planning in your business? But here's the thing. If you don't spend time planning, if you don't spend time in CEO mode, then your time in worker mode is in part wasted. It's frittered away on all sorts of things that don't actually matter because you haven't decided what to focus on and what actually does matter. That sucks, right? I don't think anybody started a business to work a hundred hours a week and feel like they aren't getting anything done. That sounds like a really shitty time. So what you really have to do is figure out a way to manage yourself, which is not the easiest thing in the world. You have to find what works for you. But what I have found is that using a project management tool like Asana, Trello, uh, some people use Dubsado, 17 Hats, Aisle Planner, HoneyBook, Tave, Airtable, you could do this in a spreadsheet. If that's your thing, I wouldn't recommend it, but you could. And actually, Asana and Trello are both free. So no excuses there. And I don't want to pay for a tool. So in using these tools, you are essentially being the CEO and you are delegating things to yourself. It's really what's happening. You are going from big picture and tasking this stuff out, and handing it over to worker version of you, and saying, okay, do these tasks, these are the due dates, this is what your schedule looks like for the week. And worker BU says, great, thanks, boss, I'll get that done. If worker BU doesn't have that kind of guidance from CEOU they're going to find other things to fill their time. They're not just going to, you're not just going to magically know what to focus on. Usually the things that you are going to defer to to fill your time are time wasters, things that make you feel like you're doing something, but you're not really doing anything that is driving you closer to your goal. You're doing easy stuff. You're checking your email over and over and over again. You're checking Facebook, you're checking Instagram. And I'm not saying that all of these things aren't important. They are important when they serve an intentional purpose, but when they don't have that kind of intention, then they become time wasters. And that's really what I'm getting at here is being intentional with yourself. Because if you don't want to be the person who runs a business, who run that the business runs them, essentially, you know, and you have no time and no freedom, then you have to create these structures to manage yourself. You don't have anyone who's telling you, you know, I expect this on my desk by the end of the day on Wednesday, you are that person, and it's really, really weird <laughs> to be that person as well as the person who's doing the work. So you kind of have to do some mental gymnastics and figure out what's going to work for you, but what absolutely needs to happen is there needs to be a direct line of communication between CEOU and worker BU. And that direct line of communication is, in a sense, giving worker BU assignment. You can't give them the assignment unless you've broken that project down into tasks. You know, if you were to show up at work and um, you had a boss who just told you to, okay, well, we're going to completely revamp the website over the next three months. So get to work on that. You'd be like, um, (laughs) what, what exactly do I need to be doing right now? What needs to happen first here? What's the process? The same kind of confusion happens when you're communicating with yourself between CEO and worker B, but it's much weirder. It's less obvious and it's harder to notice. So some ways that you can take notice of this is by auditing your to-do list. First, look at your to-do list and see, okay, are these projects or are these tasks? Because if they're projects, that needs to be broken down into individual tasks. Then I want you to think about, okay, how am I going to manage all of this? It's really hard to do this with just a pen and paper. So I really encourage you to use a tool like Asana, like Trello, Isle Planner, whatever it is, to manage the tasks that you have so that you know what the hell you're supposed to be doing on any given day. Because I know you, like all of us, have done that thing where you sit down and you feel like you're doing stuff, but then comes the end of the day and it turns out you haven't actually done anything that is important to the goals. So this brings me to another thing you can look out for. On your to-do list, as you are looking through this, deciding, is this a task? Is this a project? Ask yourself, is this important? Is this important in that it drives me closer? It pushes me closer toward my goals? It's a stepping stone? Or is it a diversion? Is it sending you in another direction entirely? Because without this level of awareness, you can't be intentional with how you're spending your time and how you're spending your energy in your business. And that's really in this marketing plan course, I put together what I wanted people to really take away from it. Because it's all good. And well if you create, you know, yet another document that you filled out and blah, 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 and you never go back to it, like, that kind of sucks. And that was a waste of time. I want to help people create something that allows them to be more intentional and decide, okay, this is how I'm going to market. And this is why, and this is what I'm going to say. And this is what I'm not going to say. And this is who I'm targeting. And this is where I'm going to market and when. And we're going to break this down into a 90 day plan, a 60 day plan, a 30 day plan, weekly day, daily actions, so that you can actually take action. Because marketing as a line on your to-do list, that's not a task. That doesn't tell you what you need to do in any meaningful way. And if you aren't approaching your marketing and really everything else in your business with intention, it's very easy to get off track. And I can almost guarantee that you will get off track that you will not reach your goals because you aren't focused on your goals. Sure, you may be focused on the goal itself, but you haven't gone any further to break down the who, what, where, when, why, when exactly am I doing this? When are these each of these independent things do so that I can make progress toward this goal for this year? So what I really want you to do after listening to this is look at your to-do list. Are the items on it projects or are they tasks? And if they're projects, break them down. I really encourage you to start looking at the different project management tools that are out there. And I will say you can get lost on this. So give yourself a time limit so that you don't fall down the project management rabbit hole. If you're looking for something free, Asana or Trello, pick one, start using it. If you don't like it, you can always change, but don't get stuck in the decision paralysis. Because honestly, none of them are going to work if you don't just pick one and start breaking these projects down into individual tasks. And in addition to that, I want you to look at the items on your to do list. And this would be a good check to do with yourself on a regular basis, because from time to time, all of us wind up with things on our to do list that don't matter at all, that feel like they matter, but really, they don't actually influence any important outcomes in our business or for our clients. It's one of those things that just like seemed like it would be a good thing to do. So it got put on the to do list. And that's fine. But we need to figure out why are you actually going to really focus on this this quarter? If not, it doesn't belong on your to do list. It belongs in a planning session, three, six, nine, 12 months from now when you can take the time to focus on it. But I think it really helps to look at your tasks with a critical eye of is this important? And the definition of important here is, does this bring me closer to my goal? Now, there are some things that are important that maybe don't bring you closer to your goals, like doing your bookkeeping and things like that. Those things you can absolutely delegate if you would like, or automate or limit the amount of time that you are giving to those things. But I want you to make that decision consciously. I want you to know that, yes, this needs to happen. No, it's not bringing me any closer to this revenue target, but it needs to happen. And then think, what do I want to do from here? I want you to approach your business from a place of intention because you can build anything you want, including you know the life you want as a result of your business, but you have to make the conscious choices along the way to do that, or else you wind up in a situation where you have unintentionally built a business or built a life that you hate, that drains you. And that sucks. And I don't want you to go through that. So take these actions today and then come on over to the Facebook group and let me know. How did this go for you? Did you find projects on your to-do list? How are you breaking those down? What project management tool are you going to use? And what possibly non-important tasks did you find on your to-do list? This is something that all of us find. So don't be shy. Come on over to the Facebook group. If you're not already a member, you can just go to EvolveYourWeddingBusiness.com slash group, and that will take you directly to the Facebook group page. And I really encourage you to dig into this and share what you found. Because when you start to open up this level of awareness in what you're doing with your time, because, you know, we all go on autopilot from time to time, it just happens. But when you bring that level of awareness, and you start really deciding, is this how I want to spend my time? Is this what I want to be doing all day, if it doesn't actually bring me any closer to my goals? And if not, cool, you can either ditch the task or delegate it to someone if it's something that needs to be done. If it's something that's not important, and it doesn't have to be done, don't do it. You have the right to just cross something off your to-do list and decide, nope, I'm not gonna do that. I thought I was gonna do it, but I'm not. Maybe later I can always come back to it. So I hope this has been helpful for you and I really look forward to hearing from you about how you are going to implement this kind of intentionality in your business. And of course, as always, I've got links to all the project management tools I mentioned and the Wedding Business Collective in the show notes at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash 124. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to come join me inside the Wedding Business Collective. It is the place to be If you want to grow your wedding business without going crazy in the process inside the wedding business collective, we have over $4,000 worth of courses on everything you can imagine from productivity to creating a marketing plan to Instagram to Facebook ads to pricing, the list goes on and the course library is constantly growing to fit the needs of the members. You will also get access to me as your wedding business coach and sidekick, and you can ask questions and get feedback in our incredibly supportive community of creative wedding professionals, or dig into a problem deep with me on one of our group mastermind calls. Now, there's even more than that inside the Wedding Business Collective, so go find out all about it and start your free trial at theweddingbusinesscollective.com. Be sure to use coupon code podcast to extend that trial to 14 days. You have got nothing to lose. So go take it for a test drive and see if it's right for you. I'll see you there.